You're listening to a Stand Up New York podcast. Hey guys, welcome to A Girl's Guide to Going Out. I'm Chanel Ali. I'm a stand-up comedian in New York City, and I go out every night. I'm really good at it. You're never going to drink more than me. You're never going to get me too high. And I'm going to trick you with sleight of hand most of the time. The great thing about going out every night is that I go out stand-up comedy clubs, and I hang out with the funniest people, my funny friends who are also pros at going out. So we're going to give you tips and tools so you will be the best at going out and having a great time and not having people talk about you in a bad way for too long. (laughs) That's the best I can promise. Um, I'm so excited that you're here. And also, I know it's called a girl's guide, but it doesn't mean this is only for girls. You can just come sit at the girls' table today if you want to, if you don't identify as a girl. And also, if you want to decide, you could just ask yourself right now, do you feel girly? Well, welcome to Lady Town. You're not going to get paid as much, but enjoy it here while you can. Sit in with us. Join in with us. I'm so excited for my first guest. Her name is Caitlin Palufo. She's so, so funny. She's, you know, passed at the Comedy Cellar, performs all the time. She's been on Colbert. I mean, Corden. (gasps) That's plenty of credits. Thank you so much for being here. (laughs) Thanks for having me. Me yeah, and thanks for reading my bio. That's exciting. I did, and also, have you Googled yourself lately? No. Why? Mm. The first thing that comes up: Caitlin Palufo, husband. What? Yes. Oh my God! People like, are thirsty. Yo, so thirsty and so curious. And then, like, the second thing is like, uh, Caitlin Palufo, Steve. <laughs> so funny so they're finding the route oh god and then getting all up in your business okay that's okay they want to know if he's real i get it with this jacket come on Caitlin is engaged to another comedian are you mm-hmm. sick of talking about it no i'll talk about it oh lovely awesome i love him if i was sick of talking about it i wouldn't <laughs> marry him pass the vibe check i think yeah. it's gonna be good <laughs> well that's awesome um who approached who, who approached who first oh uh well we were friends for mm. a couple years mm. and then uh we both got single at the same time hey yeah yeah, and then we got drunk and kind of fell on top of each other, which is how it happens. That's how love is made. Okay, <laughs> this is this is perfect. Yeah, <laughs> I think it very is... much sticks to my brand. We are, so we're just that's just a blossoming love story, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm really happy for you guys. Thank you so much. What are you guys doing? What are you guys doing? The, the oh, thing? I have no idea. Yeah, but, who cares? You know, you know I'm, happy that you're not, I'm happy that you're not super worried about it. No, know? I mean my family is, mm. but I only get super worried about it when I'm around them mm. because they catastrophize. They're like, you have to get married. When are you gonna have babies? Blah 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 oh, blah. Wow. I was just like, well, I don't know if I want to do any of that. So, so you haven't done any of the planning yet? <laughs> no, we oh. looked at a few places, but it costs. 42 grand average average is 42 grand we're like we got 10 mm, <laughs> i'm so surprised you even have that that's thank incredible. you so incredible you guys are doing well thank you we're really couple. working on it <laughs> savings look just don't make a baby yeah actually make a baby it might be funny oh god do it for the jokes yeah kill no, me no, no, no. the baby itself ah. could be funny because you have funny dna he mm. has funny dna yeah it would be uh, a funny know, looking baby science <laughs> Because he's got big the old ears. The and baby I'm, would be hilariously <laughs> looking. <laughs> I, I doubt that, actually. I think I, I think mean, you both have baby faces. I got a cute face, but yeah. he's got big old ears. He's bow-legged. He's bow-legged? He's bow-legged. I don't watch him walk that much. I'm just like a beefcake. I'm just like massive. I have shoulders that are... That's how you feel? That's how I feel all the mm. time. I feel That's like what people I, always say. When Caitlin walks in, there's like no room for us. Yeah. <laughs> This beefcake's here again. I mean, you know Jesus. that about yourself. Um, I want to confess something to you. Please. I 
hate following you. Hate it. Following me? Yeah, on a comedy show. Oh, on a comedy it. show. <laughs> oh, around New York City? No, that's fun for me. I don't have I was a problem like, with what? that. Yeah, I hate it. You're on the short list. I would only say I have like five comedians in New York City that I, when I see that I have to go after them, I'm like, mm. <laughs> no phoning it in tonight. Huh? Shouldn't have had all that pasta. You're a little full. You're going to have to dance. You know, you're going to have to really shake it up. Commit to the bit. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny. Some people say that, but I'm like, yeah, but if I bomb, I really bomb. I say the same thing. I, I Most people are always saying to me, I've never seen you bomb. People say that to me all the time. And I'm like, yeah, that's because when it happened, I killed everybody. After. Yeah. <laughs> and exactly. the morgue was full and mm-hmm. then the newspaper I struggled to identify. Burn it down. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. But no, I'm the same way. Like when I bomb, it's like awkward and uncomfortable Mm -hmm. because I'm really trying to explore something and I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I go in hard, Mm. you know, and, um, I'm lucky that I've gotten to a place where I know how to get myself out of it. Mm. But sometimes the crowd is like not having it. Yeah. And that is when it's like, well, this is going to be awful for everybody. (laughs) You're like, what can I do? Yeah. But I I also think it, it, it lends to, um, how competitive you are competitive yeah because I'm <laughs> I don't really know competitive why I, I think that's like a big part of how I have excelled at most things in my life is being mm-hmm. a little competitive about it yeah like when I was in school I remember there there was a trip where they took like all these kids to go ice skating during the day like mm-hmm. they get to skip school and go ice skating and I was watching them load these kids up on the bus to go and I was like hey what's 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 going on how do you get to be one of those kids and they're like oh you have to get a 4.0 in one semester or you have to like improve at like two points or something crazy wow. and I was like I'm getting a 4.0 next semester just so I can go on that trip and Great. so I did immediately <gasps> immediately because redemption any motivation to do it other yeah. than that i was i've always felt like yes i'm capable of a lot of things but why do i want to why do i want to like try really hard at Mm -hmm. some of these things but comedy is something that i'm like very competitive about i want to be the best all the time Mm -hmm. and i want to mess the show up like i want the comedians (laughs) the same way i say i hate following you like i want the comedians after me to feel like ah (laughs) how are we gonna do that you know (laughs) it's so funny i get competitive not about how i do on a show but about um, how hard I work. Mm. That's where I get competitive. And I always have, because I was an athlete. Yes. And so now I just have that drilled in my brain. It's like the more reps you do, no one will beat you at reps. You know, <laughs> you will be the best it's, at repping. It's just insane. But now I'm like, now I'm old and tired. But what, what sports did you play? I played soccer, softball, uh, basketball, volleyball, cross country, track, golf. And all that was voluntarily. Yes. Wow. I, I was naturally athletic, and so I put all of my uh, confidence eggs in that basket. Yeah, you're like, you know? I can move my body? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I have rhythm, and I can, I was, I played mostly soccer, but yeah. I was very uh, competitive mm. in that way. So, it, as an athlete, I was very competitive. Yeah, but you don't feel that up. same kind of fire sometimes when you're on stage? Because I feel like I see it in you. I mean, I have the fire when it's not going well, and I'm like, I'm going to make you love me. Oh, yeah. And it's... um. Uh, yeah, that that's there, mm. you know, but at the same time, if I bomb, I'm like, oh, I know this is part of the process Yeah, and I accept it. And sometimes I just lean in and I'm like, oh, you didn't like my dirty jokes. Here's 14 more, mm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, um, I get petty. <laughs> <laughs> you get petty? I get petty. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Sometimes. I mean, whatever we have to do because we're presenting art, live mm-hmm. art. 
Like that's a heavy thing to be out here trying to like entertain people with, especially in yes. New York City where they're like, I saw a Basquiat painting today. You know, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're like desensitized from art so much that yeah. they're like snooty about it. And yeah. It's exhausting. Yeah, they're like, I live in the Empire State Building. Try yeah. and impress me. <laughs> <laughs> I know the city intimately. Yeah. <laughs> um, that is true. I never thought of it that way. Oh, yeah. I think that's a big difference between L.A. and New York City. Yeah. In L.A., they're not exposed to so much, like, raw art. Mm-hmm. They're not exposed to, like, as much street demonstrations, people on the train. Like, yeah. just art in every time you go outside. And so then... You know, they're much more easily entertained. I always say in L.A., you can just, like, make them laugh with a good cadence. Mm-hmm. You know? You just be like, ba da ba da ba da ba da ba da Yeah. That like, is oh, very that's true. Hilarious. That girl's worldly. <laughs> but in New York City, you have to, like, cut your chest open and, like, show them yourself mm-hmm. a little bit and, and say, hey, this is what I've been dealing with and this is the type of human I am. Can you yeah. relate? That is so true. Because I find, like, I'm very, very honest and vulnerable on stage in New York and people mm-hmm. are really respond to it and in LA it's more of a struggle they're like I mm. can't believe you said that you know <laughs> did you do you ever have any or did you ever use any mantras that you feel like helped you in your confidence or like building up <laughs> well whenever I say something I or misspoke on stage I'll say I'm I feel good I feel strong <laughs> <laughs> I'll say it on stage like yeah forget that I feel good I feel strong Here we go. <laughs> I love that I love that yeah it's a little um I don't know when I started doing it, but now mm. it's like uh, every time something does not go well, like a new joke doesn't land. It was like, yeah, that was new. Okay. I feel good. I was <laughs> I'm always impressed by what we say in those moments when we're like, I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you do? I, I, well, I actually was going to say, say that I just taught this comedy class and this girl did a really funny thing at the show where she told a joke that didn't go very well. Uh-huh. And she was like, oh, I'm just practicing. <laughs> tell crowds like i'll be like you guys suck <laughs> i'll just tell them like you're weird yeah um, i'll or, tell them you're weird i do the um 60 of you really like me mm, and the other 40 percent are like she's someone's daughter mm, you know or I'll, I'll compare i'll ask them like are you guys my family yeah <laughs> the way you're not laughing feels like you also don't believe in my career yeah 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 <laughs> this feels familial yeah <laughs> You also want me to give up and have a baby. Okay, yeah, cool. Crazy. You're like, mm-hmm. do your little joke, sweetie. Yeah. But I used to have this mantra that I would always say, uh, my confidence is better than your confidence. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, because it was just kind of like taking the concept instead of saying like, I'm better at everybody at stand-up comedy. I'm the greatest comedian in the world. I'm the second coming of <laughs> Jesus in art form, black little girls magic. Instead you of mean like that. every white boy comic? Yeah, in the- <laughs> yeah. Instead of saying all of that, that whole resume, Yeah, I would say like, I wouldn't say it out loud, but I would think it like my confidence is better than your confidence. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I would sometimes tweet it just randomly. Yeah. <laughs> and I watch people like it and I'm like, what do you think this means? Yeah. <laughs> you know? This isn't for you. Yeah, that was my mantra though. And I still, I feel like that that also ties into like how often we have to speak up for ourselves in comedy. Yes. Like have you ever had to press another comedian? What do you mean press? Like try to fight them? <gasps> no, I've never tried to fight someone. Your time is coming. Oh no, no. she's like throws the table. <laughs> I mean, I've had to stick up for myself, um, like in terms of, uh, some guys will come up and they'll be drinking and I'm headlining and they'll mm. be like, I want to bury you. I had a guy say that to me. Oh. I want to bury you. And I was like, good luck. Oh. <laughs> and then he didn't, I believe he did a full bomb. Mm. And then I went on and it was in like a small town. Yeah. And I was just like, 
cute. You think because you're a boy that you're just going to bury me, your little hometown hero? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, how big is your shovel even? I mean. <laughs> what? He didn't. He, he didn't, didn't have, have a, a shovel. He was using his hands. He didn't have a plan? <laughs> so I don't bad. buy it. Yeah. I, I did a show in Maine, and I just went out to the bar to get a drink, and like it was sold out, so everybody's kind of like murmuring. And I got in line, and this guy was like, hey, don't be nervous. And I was like, oh, I'm not nervous. And he was like, yeah, you you don't seem nervous at all. <laughs> and then he like just came, he like deflated yeah. right in front of me. And it was really kind of shocking. I was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that I'm not nervous is really affecting you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, you really want to do this and you're too afraid to. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. what I feel like half the time people who talk to me after shows. Yes. Who are kind of not backhanded mm-hmm. compliments. I'm always yes. just like, you wish you could do this. It's also a little, it's a little bit like they hate watch us. Yes, some of them. And I've had a fan admit that to me once. Really? Yeah, he had, he had wrote me a few times saying very positive, encouraging things and like commenting on music that I would post, like really trying to suck my dick. And I was like, <laughs> you know, I would just like entertain it here and there. I would like it. And then one day he said something like, hey, can I ask you a question? And I was like, hey, you shouldn't ask people if you can ask them a question. Just ask it. You yeah. Know? I was trying to invite whatever conversation and he snaps on me. and was like, I can't believe you would say that to me. Like, you don't even know who I am. Oh, my God. You're never going to understand how your career is going to change after this moment. And I, you know, you you tell black people to steal because I have a joke about stealing information. Now, yeah, you yeah, tell yeah. black people to steal and you're everything that's wrong with the country. And I was like, yo, bro, what are you talking about? Like, I was encouraging you. And he was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I just like hate watchers stand up sometimes and i was like wow why at least he admitted it men are idiots there's a not all men there's a large percentage of people who watch stand-up comedy to hate watch it yes especially on youtube look at my youtube yeah Mm, i mean it's half of it it's like women being like this is great and then being like she's a stupid bitch i hate her she's fat and ugly she won't fuck me (laughs) she never responds to my dms yeah and i'm like okay cool have fun youtube commenters (laughs) that's all you have (laughs) but now but now you know how to say if you know somebody presses you you know that means like yeah now i know the term presses yeah like when you get home one day you could say yo this dude was trying to press me today it was crazy it's happened a few times where Mm. someone has tried to now that i think about it yeah the term i'm like yeah people do that to me all day especially when i'm on the road and i'm headlining Mm -hmm, for sure on the road "Mm -hmm." i was on the road and i actually threatened another comedian because he asked me for a guest spot and then Mm -hmm. didn't show yeah, so he asked me for a guest spot. I didn't even know him. He just yeah. came up, asked me for a guest spot. I was like, yeah, sure. Later on, I'm at the show. Other people ask me for the guest spot. I'm like, no, I promise this whatever guy. He doesn't show up. After the show, I see him at the bar drinking. <gasps> having a grand old time. Jesus. As soon as I seen him, I saw Red. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't even. I just walked right up to him and I was like, hey, let me, let me talk to you outside real quick. And he was like, what? I was like, step outside <laughs> and talk to me real quick. And he was like, I don't know. And I was like, no, I don't know where yeah. you come from, where you act like this, where stage time is something you could throw around. Yeah. And blah, blah, blah. But come outside and explain yourself because I don't want to talk in here because they booked me in here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I was just like, legitimately, I don't want to fight you in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was really gonna, ready to put hands on him. That's the only time I really felt like that. Yeah. But no, he bitched up, wouldn't come outside as they do. Yeah. Um, and then he tried to say like, oh, I was a little drunk when I asked you for the guest spot, so I couldn't really remember. And I was like, bro, I, Jesus, you have a problem. It's just not. It's we don't make excuses like that. No, you You show up. Yeah, yeah. It's already we only get a couple of minutes, and you're wasting. You're wasting our. Especially if you're in the bum fuck of nowhere, Mm. you get stage time what twice a year. Yes. Come on. Also, I feel like silence is really powerful when people are pressing us. 
Mm. You know, like some, sometimes somebody will come up and say something abrasive to an artist or a mm-hmm. performer. And if you let them sit in it, they'll just realize like, oh, I shouldn't have. Yeah. I'm walling. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, maybe I'll use that. Yeah. I've got a bunch of road dates coming up and I have a few of them where I know like the guy in the email has already called me sweetheart. And I was Mm. like, fun. (laughs) Or I'll say it back to them sometimes. Yeah. You know, like if they say something a little creepy or whatever, I'll be like, oh, come sit on my lap. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh, I heard you. (laughs) I do that with uh, uh, crowd work interactions when someone tries to be funny. Yeah. And then it doesn't work. And I go, what did we all learn? <laughs> Comedy is hard. hard. <laughs> That's something we should remind yes. people. Yeah. Yeah. You got to let them know. That'd be maybe my Jesus. fourth album. That's what I'll yeah. call it. <laughs> Comedy, Comedy is hard. I just found out. Comedy is hard. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, this is Girl's Guide to Going Out. So I want to ask yeah. you about going out. And sure. have you ever been too lit? Always. <laughs> Always? No. I've been. I you, mean, <laughs> look, I've never even held your hair back. Oh, no, but other people have. (laughs) I do the damn thing. Uh, I've cut back a lot. Since I got started working in the cellar, it's like you can't get drunk all the time. Oh, yeah, for sure. Working there. You just won't be able to keep up. Yeah. Um, But like, yeah, but during the pandemic, Mm. I would have a nice time. Mm -hmm. Um, But I also have a podcast called Good Time Gal. You were on it. Absolutely. (laughs) Shameless plug. But it's all about about being a drunk idiot Mm -hmm. and making huge mistakes. I went to school in San Diego. Yeah. And so it was just a party fest. San Diego's party town. Yeah. Yeah. Party fest. And then I came to New York right after Mm. party fest. Went to art school, which is like summer camp. Yeah. And so it was just. So now yeah. do you still like get lit or do you pull back from the feeling? I, um, depends. Mm. Like I, uh, <laughs> would, it would creep up on me. Yeah. Cause sometimes I forget to eat. Mm-hmm. If I have like a, sh- the last time I got lit mm. and didn't realize I was lit, I had, I think it was, I did this to myself. I had like nine spots yeah. that night. And it was so dumb. I was running around. And so from six until one or two, I didn't eat a thing. Yeah. I was just sprinting around. And uh, and I know the math on that. Nine spots. Two drinks a show. Yeah. <laughs> you kill two of those shows. Two random white guys buy you a shot. Yeah. I mean. We're talking 12 drinks already. It was. It ended up like I don't drink before spots. Yeah. Um, because it slurs my speech. Mm-hmm. And so I just don't. I freak out and I get insecure. And so I was like, well, let's, the confidence is what I have on stage. So let's go with that. Yeah. So I don't drink before spots. So as soon as I got off stage, I had two Negronis. Mm. But also when you're running in between spots, you don't really have as much time to drink. Mm-hmm. Cause there's been plenty of times where I only had a show or two and I drank way too much of them. But then if mm-hmm. I'm too busy, yeah, it's like I, I get home and I have drink tickets in my pocket. Yeah. 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 I know what a waste. So That's how we two, get paid. Two Negronis. And you were like, um, I was had two Negronis and then I was like, I think I'll just have, switch to beer to kind of tone it down. <laughs> and then I Make just decision. blacked out, mm. blacked out. Apparently I was very sweet. I went over to the cellar and hugged everybody was like yeah you guys are great. I'm like that too like the last time I got really lit I did a show in Philly and when I woke up the next day I had like blocked somebody but also I had a bunch of incoming texts from people who were like oh thank you so much Chanel I feel the same way like, <laughs> I was like what did I say because I don't really send mm-hmm. texts I don't send drunk texts really that I regret yeah but I will send a voice note yeah <laughs> 
those in the voice notes. Yeah, well, that's okay. Those disappear. Mm, no, they don't. Not now with the update. You could just keep them forever. Save what? Them forever. Yeah, you don't know. No, this, this is the only reason I brought you here is to let you know. Don't get caught <laughs> up teaching me on a the lot voice of stuff. notes. Yeah, I had this weird situation um, a couple weeks ago where my roommate had a friend over and the guy walked into my room on accident and saw me naked. <gasps> right? Mortified, right? And so I call my friend, like one of my good friends who is yeah. like my support system and they don't answer. So then I send them a, a voice note mm-hmm. and then I send it and I'm obviously very upset. Yeah. And then I look back at my phone and I realize I didn't text it to them. I actually sent it to a, a comedy booker. <gasps> yeah. Ah! voice note is just me hysterically crying going he saw me he saw me he came in here and he saw me I was in here and my room it's crazy nonsensical oh, hysterics I love that and so then I text him and I'm like hey I didn't mean to forward that to you because I'm like trying to separate myself from yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not even me yeah. on there yeah. I thought it was a joke funny <laughs> And I'm thinking, oh, man, this guy's never going to book me again. Like, it's over. It's over. It's over. Like, you you fucked up. And he texts me back and he's like, thank you for telling me. In that case, I'll delete it and I'll, I won't listen to it. Oh, that's right? so nice. I really appreciated a little bit of grace. Oh. And he could have been lying. Maybe he listened to it and he saved it. Maybe he's jerking out to it right now. This is <laughs> comedy, baby. Yeah. But I appreciated him even trying to give me a peace of mind. Oh. Like, because it was like late at night. It was like 2 a.m. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. So I knew that he knew like she's going through something. Yeah, she yeah, yeah. accidentally fire off a voice note like this. Something's happening. Who was the booker? Do I get to know? I don't think you know him. He's not. He's not oh, a guy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really remember his name, but <laughs> he was. I'm proud of him for being good. Yeah. I wanted to shout him out for being a, an ace. Yeah, I would. But then he probably has that voice note and we can't have where they can go get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do you ever fake a drink? Fake a drink? Yeah. Because um, sometimes I feel pressured when we're out, especially like with like big names, like, you know, yeah, people on yeah, SNL yeah. and shit. Mm-hmm. And they're like, shots. Everybody's doing shots. And I'm like, that's yeah, <laughs> Well, that's what I would my do. Shoulder. My boyfriend taught me that. Mm. Sweet Steve. He, he would yes. take shots, but he would just go. Nice. <laughs> he would just go flying. Yeah. Um, yeah. I do the, the, the soda water. Mm. If I have to. Or give it to but, a groupie. I like to do that. Find <laughs> I, a groupie, give it to her. That's good. Mm-hmm. I also just um, have no problem saying no. Yeah. You know, I'm just like, eh, I'm going to have water for this next one. Nice. Because I, I'm grown up. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're not having the grownies no more. No. But sometimes <laughs> I have to be able to say that, but sometimes I just want a drink. Hell yeah. So that's what, that's when the trouble happens. Yes. Mm-hmm. I definitely understand that. So I wanted to ask you about, um, do you ever straighten your hair? Do you ever do it? I've done it once or twice yeah. and, uh, it really fries my hair. Mm. And so I've just gone balls in curly, curly. That's yeah. It. I feel like the world treats me really different when my hair is straight. Oh really? Yeah. Bad or good? Good, but also in a fake way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, it fits a standard for them much better. And then they're like, oh, you're a little more approachable now. I don't know how to explain it. Well, I don't know how to explain it. This is a cute haircut. I, I agree. Cute and fun. No, we're, we're having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> but when I do straighten my hair, I don't got to pay to get on the bus. 
Wow. <laughs> you know? That's wild. I get that because that was my test mm. for every guy I've dated. Yeah. I would straighten my hair and they'd think, oh, I really like it this way. You'd be like, lame. Be like, You're not the one for me. I do think we've gotten more curly girl hair appreciation in the last few years. Yes. And also guys have started like putting more stuff in their hair. Mm-hmm. So they're starting to understand like there's only so much you can do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This <laughs> you is, are who you are. Yeah, exactly. This is how God made us. It's it's curly. It's fun. It's fine. I love it. It's dried Thank so much. You must have you were sitting here. <laughs> I came in with wet hair like a professional. <laughs> yes. She was like, I'm not going to get sick. I was like, who told you that? <laughs> um, do you think uh, there was a time when you felt like you transitioned from like being a girl to a woman? <laughs> girl to a woman. Probably as soon as I moved to New York. Yeah. Because my undergrad, I was, uh, I went to UC San Diego and my parent, I was very lucky that my parents paid for my college. Mm. And, um, but I had the stipulation was I had to have a job. Yeah. So I always had to have a job in order to, uh, but, and above a certain GPA, I think it was a 3.0 mm-hmm. and they would pay for my college. Um, and then I got to grad school and they were like, Nope, no more. You're, paying on, for, your you're on your own. Yeah. And I was like, okay, yeah, that's fine. So I got a bunch of loans Yeah. and then, um, doing the rent and the job and everything all by myself. And, uh, I was 21, 22 mm. when I was doing that. And then actually, actually it's right after grad school because the loans, they helped you pay for your rent yes. and your studio. And they then it was like, us. I know. And then I got, and then I had to get a, an apartment by myself. I had to live in squalor. I even remember they made me take a test that was like, before I could get my loans, it was like to test if you were going to be able to handle having money like that. Yeah. Did you have to do something like that? I don't remember it. I remember it was online and it was like, you just got a check for $1,500. Should you buy shoes? Yes or no? And I was like, no. (laughs) But... I kind of think I'm gonna now because yeah. you gave me the idea. I I don't think I had even considered using that money for really helping myself other than books. Yeah. Until they told me, hey, don't do it. Yeah. And I was like, oh well, I'm gonna. I was so afraid of not having rent mm. because I grew up in suburbia. Yeah. So you only see movies about the big city where the girl gets <laughs> has to just start do- blowing dudes in order to, <laughs> to make rent. Walk up. So, yeah, exactly. I was like, that's not gonna be me. I'm gonna make it in this town. <laughs> And so I really like, I mean, I would only, I would splurge on booze, but we would go to like $1 PBR nights. Yeah. You know? yeah. That's what we would do. And so I was just so worried. And then I had a job and then I would save my money. Mm-hmm. I was like freak out about it. But yeah. then I started getting secure. And now in my old age, I'm just like, not old age, I'm fine. <laughs> but I keep saying I'm old, but I'm just like, I'm not. It's uh, just cold in here. Yeah, it's just cold. And I didn't lotion my hands. So... Um, but I, uh, now I spend money on going out for dinner. Yeah. I love going out for dinner. That is, that's where my kryptonite is. I won't buy shoes or this was a gift, this jacket. Yeah. Obviously I would never have the confidence to be like, yeah, faux fur. Here we go. Oh, Um, I like it. Thank you so much. It's a men's jacket. Is it warm? It's so, it's all wool. Feel that. Oh, we're ready. The girls are ready to go out. Yes. In her men's jacket and men's shoes. Um, And men's shirt. Harley Davidson. I do like to wear men's shoes or I buy boys shoes sometimes. How small are your feet? I wear women's eight, but that's like a boy's six. What size should you wear? I'm eight and a half. Your feet are not even that big, see? Thank you. Get some cheap sneakers. It's just so small. I'm gonna take you to Brooklyn. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else did I want to ask you? Uh, you just said something that really made me think of something. Oh yeah, so I always think about like female entertainers before us and how some of them had to do like really grimy shit to get on. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, 
she did it so I don't have to do it. Yeah, God bless I think her. about it all the time, you know? Mm-hmm. Even, like, people were really critiquing that Marilyn Monroe movie lately, that Blondie movie. Mm. And they were saying, like, oh, they just, like, stylized and fictionalized it so much and they made it so crazy. Like, her sex life wasn't that crazy. And I'm like... How do you know? Yeah. Back then to get on, you had to do what you had to do to get on. But I still feel like we do have to play a game still, you know? I still feel like sometimes I manipulate men sometimes in comedy. Oh, really? Yeah. You little bad girl. I know. Yeah. I don't... I I mean... I, th- I think when I started, it was the I get obsessed with something and I try and outwork. Mm. So it was the seven mics a day. But yeah, I which sounds very competitive. Just FYI, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but that's what I get competitive about. I get competitive yeah. about my work ethic. Yeah. Um, but then I would like, I don't know. I would always complain if like, I was like, oh yeah, there's 25 guys here and one girl and you're make the girl go last. Fuck that. Yeah. And, and then, oh, sure. You know, yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, well, that's probably not fair, but <laughs> <laughs> I am being a problem. But also, come on, what let's, are you doing? Yes, let's be realistic. I mean, if we have five guys on a show and four of them have on the same shirt, mm-hmm. how different of a perspective are we going to get on this art? And yeah. like. If you like comedy, you should want to hear it. Yes. You know? And yeah. I think that's a, a big thing that's untapped in like our community is there are women who could be comedians, but they're stuck at, at you know, working at some dentist office in Idaho. Mm-hmm. And it's just be, they're being really funny on like the intercom. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, yeah, but you're not that funny, though. <laughs> and it's Gladys different. is going to keep going to work. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's also, I think now, I think... It's within the next 15 years, there's going to be a lot more female comics because they're seeing more female comics. Yes. Because we only saw what? Roseanne and mm-hmm. Joan Rivers, mm-hmm. you know? And Wanda Sykes was pretty much it for yeah. me. Yeah. And I've seen in Philadelphia already that I've inspired a lot of young women to mm-hmm. already like start going to open mics and yeah. and feel like there's maybe a space for them here, mm-hmm. which I, I think there is. Yeah. I feel like I inspire a lot of dudes. Mm. Like, if you can do it, I, I think can do so it. too. I, I also inspire up. some dudes. <laughs> but the dudes quit quicker. Yes, they do. The women really want it. Mm. You know, they're like, if I'm we're giving like, up my eggs, yeah, we're, like, we're dead do inside. This. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on Girls Guide. Oh, thanks for having me. Did we you, get anything done? We got so much done. <laughs> everything on my list we hit. Yeah. Um, is there anything else you want to say just to the girls out there who go out? Any 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 tips you want to give them? Any tips about cover handle- your drink? Yeah. Um, another thing, uh, when you stand up and you get a little dizzy, that means stop and drink mm. water. Drink water. Moisturize and drink water. That's all I got to tell you, okay? Because if you're gonna drink and go out and have a nice time, do it. Enjoy yourself. You deserve to. But moisturize and drink water right before bed. Hydration. It's very important. It's key. Yeah, it'll keep you young forever. Tell them where they can follow you, where you're going to be at. You can follow me at Caitlin Palufo on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, all of the stuff. But I mostly just use Instagram. And um, I have a bunch of tour dates coming. I'm calling it the Chub Rub Tour. I love it. Thank you. Um, But yeah, the Chub Rub Tour dates are out. I just added Chicago to it, which is exciting. And then... um, uh, but yeah, and Ann Arbor, Michigan. Okay, I don't cool. Know if that's a thing, but um, I like Michigan. Yeah. Oh, and Dead Crow, Comp, Wilmington. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> you guys check out Caitlin Palufo. Yeah, Follow it's all her. on my Instagram. She's so funny. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Girls Guide to Going Out. If you go out, have fun. Yes. And if you have some girls, get girly. We yes. love you. See you next time. Bye.